American Slacker Podcast, the best goddamn podcast on all of the net, regardless of what the people on Rocket League are telling me as I advertise it. This is America, you dumb son of a bitch. Yeah, dude. Yeah, (laughs) hell yeah. As always, I'm one half of your hosts, And I am Jesse, right alongside him. Thank you to all of our new listeners, all of our returning listeners, all the slackers out there. We appreciate it. Hell yeah, dude. Sticking along on this wild journey known as American Slacker Podcast. Yeah, if you listen to our last episode, we did like a 420 special. We had like a, a mastermind symposium of uh, a pot podcast all kind of together. We want to thank you, all of the shows that joined us for that. That was fantastic. I had such a great time. Some of the best stone minds out there, might I say. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. go back, listen to that. Check out the shows as well. And uh, you know what? We also had a birthday in between these oh, episodes. Come on now. Come on. It was Matt's birthday, so we got to say now. happy birthday. This is a little belated, but uh, I hope you had a good one. You're um, 63. 63. Yeah. I knew it. I look good for my age, but yeah. Damn. Yeah. I'm working You're towards the senior, the senior home. Real no quick. salt and pepper yet, so. No salt and pepper. Well, a little <laughs> bit, but you can't tell. I can't. Oh, pretty, pretty lovely. It looks like I got some nice color. Yep, he's got the just brown. for podcasters. Blondish brown, but really it's whitish brown. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's what it is. But no, happy birthday. All the slackers out there, I hope you uh, slide into his DMs, give him some late birthday love. Yeah, dude, you better. You better, you sons of bitches. Yeah, How dare you be late? <laughs> so, uh, you know, we always like to start out our weird news here with a little bit of weed news. Oh, that's right. It's weed news time. We are talking about one of the uh, largest states in the union this time around. One that doesn't make too much of an appearance on our cannabis uh, culture section here. Texas. So I think it's only appropriate that I throw on this uh, novelty cowboy hat. Oh, my God. How are you going to do that? Come on. To to really drive it home. I wonder if Texas is like ever like... Man, we we're not we don't all wear cowboy hats, but they probably all do. Honestly, let's be real; they all wear cowboy hats, and cowboy boots. They at least have one for an emergency. They do situation. Yeah. Their go bag is definitely a cowboy hat, cowboy boots, and like a thing of skull. Well, yes, yes, yeah. and and some barbecue because true barbecue yeah. ribs or something. Yeah, gotta yeah. have them in the rations. Brisket, so probably. there's uh like I said, uh, not a lot that comes out of Texas when it comes to cannabis news, but this time around they they're going crazy when it comes to uh, passing house bills regarding <laughs> cannabis laws. And this time it's kind it's it's kind of good news. They're not they're not just trying to lock people up for like a gram or anything. <laughs> the um yeah, which is always like the thing when you think about Texas and weed, you're always like, "Damn, that's a place you don't go with weed because a joint will end up with you being like gone." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could end up uh, under, like, their old laws, you could end up facing, you know, possible, like, a year in prison and possibly yeah. thousands of dollars in fines. Um, house bills that have been put through are looking to rectify that. The first one I wanted to touch on was House Bill 1535, which is uh, 
basically allows it's regarding medical cannabis and we had talked about this off pod earlier how currently in texas there is a thc cap that the lawmakers had decided on which was 0.5 percent thc for anyone who smokes weed you know that that's that's nothing when it comes to thc count so yeah for the people that don't smoke that's literally like 140th of what regular weed is like we're talking about 20 percent is like the average of something you get like yeah. for a decent dispensary like 18 so, yeah so high five, teens yeah it's really just like you might as well not it's that's what you're cranking around when you, you smoke like cbd right cannabis. It, yeah, which is more therapeutic, and I guess when it comes to um, medical, you're not looking for the THC. You're looking for the CBD elements. Yeah, right, but what, right. But you're not so, getting the pain relief. You know, true. And like what they're hoping to do with this um, bill is essentially get it to five percent, which would be good. I mean, they're being very modest about their their fucking agreement here, like what they're choosing to go for. I mean, mm-hmm. I know they have very little, like what they're willing to accept, but five percent is still like garbage weed to me and you i feel like there was a lot of i guess back and forth decision making between you know both parties within the state house um over this and it was really kind of coming to a middle ground to to make something happen rather than leaving it where it was uh so that that's one of the biggest things when it comes to medical and there i i guess there's only 3500 texans registered for medical use cannabis, which only makes me think that there must be a larger uh, black market going on, like an illicit market. If there's only 3,500 Texans within the entire state registered on the medical, uh, and and they do, or they are fairly restrictive when it comes to uh, it's you have to have terminal cancer or epilepsy or seizure disorder or multiple sclerosis or a number of other like very debilitating you know uh, conditions. Yeah, what did you say? Thirty five hundred. Thirty five hundred for all yeah. of Texas. Mm-hmm. Out of twenty nine million is what their population is projected. And, as and that's twenty twenty one. And that's been growing, you know, with a lot of people moving there. Especially, as well. they're one of the big states. Yeah, there has been a big migratory like big movement. influx. Yeah, it's really wild. But wow, thirty five hundred is so fucking low, right? I mean, you're talking well below one percent of the population. You're talking just point zero zero three five style, style, you know? Right. And so, you know, there, and I think that THC cap is definitely one of the things deterring people. Um, along along with this, the medical uh, THC cap stuff they also are looking at uh writing some of the wrongs of the past in terms of expunging criminal records for possessions that were one ounce or less and they're also looking to change the possession laws to make it so that it's um it's currently if you have up to two ounces it's a class b misdemeanor and can be punishable 180 days in jail and uh, $2,000 fine. What they're hoping to change it to is that it reduces possession to one ounce or less, a class C misdemeanor, which carries no jail time, and police wouldn't be allowed to make arrests for possession on, under one ounce. So it's yeah, going it's more of a ticket thing, yeah. And it's changing it from up to, so possession up to two ounces. So that's saying a gram. <laughs> Technically, could land could land have landed you 180 days in jail with a two thousand dollar fine. Now they're saying as long as you have under an ounce, yeah. you're only gonna get uh, you know a ticket slap on the wrist. Yeah, exactly how it should be. I mean, come on. So and which which is crazy. The idea that just like saying up to or under 
is literally the distinction between like having a gram and going to jail and like having a gram and getting a ticket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's been the battle of all time for man against cannabis. You know what I mean? Like, yep. So that one passed, actually. That's great, dude. Like, honestly, um, yeah, that's just great. So people don't have to worry about, you know, basically getting their medicine and being incarcerated or having your record ruined over it. Like we've yep. talked about many times on the show. Yep. And so uh, that one, again, was a bipartisan one that, you know, they kind of said that they were striking a balance in order to, you know, find a way to make this work for everyone while still addressing some of the, uh, like, arrests that have happened in the past, you know, which brings me to the last one, which was House Bill. There's so many fucking House Bills. I hate the, the, how they number all of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so confusing. Anything about all of it. Yeah. It was House Bill 99, which would get rid of arrest uh, and driver's license suspensions for marijuana possession, only punishable by it, and make it only punishable by a fine. So that one, I believe, passed as well. It's an, um, yeah, I think that one passed along with House Bill 411, which was the possession law. So, so they're making a lot of uh, you know changes to their laws. And it makes me think, like, what's going to happen uh, with Texas? You know, there's a lot of influx of new ideas and new people coming in there. Are they seeing that cannabis might be a smart thing to move to and uh, in order to collect taxes and all that? Well, get, dude, to weave podcasting with the political view of cannabis, I mean, you got things like you got Joe Rogan just moved there. Mm-hmm. You know, the biggest pro-cannabis podcaster, at least. Oracle uh, just moved their campus there from the Bay Area as well. So you were talking these big influences on our culture as America. Moving to Texas, a state that's been known to be fucking so hard on cannabis, mm-hmm. I, I can't help but think that they're going to fold. They're going to have to. You know, the progressive cities such as Dallas, Austin, all that have always been ahead of their times of Texas. And I think it's going to spread to the whole state as well. I, you Especially know, you as the, the populations of those cities tend to, yeah. tend to keep growing. I know there's a lot of fear mongering like type deal where they're worried about don't change our ways of Texas. But I, I mean, I can't help but think that the modernizing of things like cannabis are going to happen to them. But I mean, there's uh, Southern manners, you know, so everyone's really, really polite when they're stoned. Dude, well, they're real polite to begin with, let, like, let alone give them a joint, dude. They're going to be awesome. <laughs> exactly. <Hell> so yeah. <laughs> I, I want to um, shout out the Texas Tribune. I used uh, two of their articles for this, and we will be posting these up on our Facebook page on Thursday. So if people want to read a little bit more about what's going on in Texas with their uh, house bills and uh, their cannabis laws, you can read a little bit more there. Hell yeah. Check it out. I love it, dude. Cannabis progression is what we're looking for. Yeah, take the hat off now. Take the hat off. It's time. It's time. Limited time hat, man. <laughs> Let's move to New Zealand. We're going from Texas to New Zealand, Auckland specifically. We're doing an update of a story we covered, I think, back in 2018. Mm. Um, we're talking about a pothole penis paint. Right. <laughs> some of you long-term listeners might remember the story we covered. There was a gentleman trying to bring, you know, a situation to light with a little humor. Mm. Uh, the, the roads have just gone to shit. It seems like in Auckland, New Zealand, there's a lot of potholes relatable to upstate New York, honestly, as we were growing up. There are potholes everywhere. Do they get snow down there? I wonder. Maybe I in the higher elevations. Do, right? I bet you they do, because I mean, usually when you have like issues like potholes and stuff, you're dealing with frost. Ice. And, yep. And, yep. It's always the ice. Ponds. The water gets in there, it expands, it fucks your shit up. 
It's a nightmare for humans and concrete. And uh, we've got we got road safety campaigner Jeff Upson. He is still cranking away. And we got a cute little kind of cat and mouse game, I'd like to say, going on between the Auckland Transport uh, Society and him. Okay. They're, they're pissed about him drawing these dicks. All right. They're saying, you know, they're going to be a safety distraction to the people when they're driving. Okay. You see a big fat green dick on a pothole, you might get a little yeah, swerve I'd, heavy. I'd laugh. I'm not going to fucking like keel over and yeah. crash the car. Exactly. I'm going to laugh. I'm not going to pull a fucking 180 spin out. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're also saying, you know, it's a safety hazard for him to be doing the dicks in the middle of the road, you know, like go out there, draw them, you know. Oh my God. I'm, ro I'm rolling my eyes here. We, in America, we've covered this guy twice, right? Mm -hmm. So he has quite a bit of like following he's been doing this for a minute we know like people know about him. yeah oh yeah and still the auckland transport is saying like they're looking for the people that are responsible for the graffiti and graffiti is going to be punishable um there's going to be you know fine and be able to be arrested on these things but Who's... meanwhile it's not that hard to figure out who the culprit is jeff yeah. upson is the man like oh I'm okay saying, okay I'm, I'm we got the name him, honestly but he's not mean, hiding it sounds like he's not hiding at all so it's weird cat and mouse. It's like they should know who's doing it, but they're also being like, come on, guys, don't be doing this. I mean, I feel like they're like, okay with him. And they're just like trying to make sure there's no copycats going out there. Okay. I, yeah, I mean, that's, that's where it gets dangerous. We all know copycats is where it gets dangerous because they don't have the correct yeah. motives. They don't um, have the correct motives or the skill or mm -hmm. the skill. Let's be real. Or the you skill. Know, copycats the are fucking just weak. But I, yeah, I mean, like, so or they're not going to go and bust down his door and like, put them in cuffs or anything they're just uh they're fines maybe if they catch him doing that's it? what they're talking about they're talking about big fines for anybody ah, okay, okay. on the roads and everything and you know jeff's like hey i can't afford to pay that shit anyway and he's never been <laughs> made to pay it so it's like whatever oh. you know, basically so he's gonna keep it up he's gonna keep it up dude and i'm i'm with him i think that these you know phallic drawings are the way to bring attention to like these potholes that are ruining our cars. Yeah, I mean, don't you don't separate. you think that they should just like take that effort then like finding people and maybe just fix the potholes instead? Instead like, of spending money on like maybe trying to find the guy even though they're terrible fucking detective work apparently. Yeah, exactly, dude. Especially context matters. So I mean like if if someone's out there literally painting around a pothole that's going to get dug up and fixed, I wouldn't call that vandalism. That's no, the, you're you're you know doing a public service at that point. Yeah, and that's exactly where this started. It's a guy who's sick and tired of driving his car into these giant trenches in the middle of a highway, you know? And I don't blame him, dude. I'm sick of it here. I'm sick of it in New York. I've been all over. It's been uh, all over. California's got it. Dude, every state's got potholes. Why? It's like that meme where they say, you know, the state says that you have to make sure that your car is safe for the roads. And then you got a picture of the roads. <laughs> it? Yeah. Make sure the road is safe for my car. Yeah, come on, man. I paid I, a lot of money for this. <laughs> I don't know how many cracks I've gotten in my windshield from shit on the uh, highway kicking up. True. Yeah, true. Exactly, dude. And I mean, again, this guy's out there with good intentions. I'm all about it. We're, we're, we're behind him. I hope we read about him in another two years. You know, <laughs> I hope every two years we're reading about Jeff Upson just drawing these big, fat, girthy, green penises over potholes so that the state workers can be ashamed. He's the next Banksy, himself. as far as I'm concerned. Dude, better than Banksy. Banksy doesn't do anything like that. Like he's just, he's just like, yeah, no, he's, he's not doing anything. Cool he's not pointing out potholes. 
He's not helping out society, dude. I don't Come think on. he's ever pointed out a pothole. I don't think he's ever pointed out a pothole either. And that's mission dude american <laughs> soccer fucking stamp on that <laughs> boom so uh we're gonna come back to the u.s here over to michigan where we have a dispute with uh two neighbors one has a farm and the other is smelling that farm shit <laughs> because oh, what <laughs> due, due to a death of the grandfather the land was divided and apparently because of this property line dispute the one relative decided to pile up a bunch of the cows that he has on his property. They, he takes their shit and specifically puts it on the property line of, I believe, it seems like it's got to be another relative. I, I think it's his brother, but I, I don't see brothers fucking doing this to each other. You think it's his brother? <laughs> I, I, well, I know that they're related. It says a dispute between neighbors, and then it says that there was a... Uh, uh, the, the Lambert's grandfather had developed the farm 100 years ago, but the property was divided and there was a dispute over the property line last year. So it almost sounds like the grandfather dying is what kind of kicked this off. But uh, Lambert now has tenants living in a house who are forced to deal with this cow shit wall. And they, they can't fucking stand it. I, I guess uh, the one guy who owns the property, he, he's like, I've lived on a farm forever, so it doesn't bother me <laughs> too much. But his uh, his tenants, who you know he's making money off of, they're not too happy about his neighbor making this cow shit wall. I wouldn't be. I mean, you're running a place in the countryside. You're like, hey, let's escape the city life. <laughs> you go to the you go to the country, and you're like, all right, this is a little too country for us. This cow shit smell on our couch is a problem. Yeah, the the one um, tenant said that when the sun hits it, it you can smell it for miles. Yeah, dude, that's Terrific. a problem. You're trying to make a little fucking linguine Alfredo on the fucking stove, and then you got fucking cow shit patty smell like just stuck in your nose. Like, I mean that that smell specifically always reminded me of like the county fair. But dude, I would exactly never want to live next to Bro, that. It's like living in the 4-H gate of the fucking county fair. Like you're just out there, and it's just dude. It's you pass on the county road. Right? I mean. Yeah, we grew up on the roads, and you'd be passing, you hear a cow do something like that, dude, honestly. You just hear a cow fart, you're like, that's nothing out of the ordinary, like... Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it just kind of wafts into town here and oh, there. Um, but this is so intentional, because he he said that normally the guy would, like, uh, pay, uh, plow it out over the field, but now he, he's pissed. And he's piling it up right on the property line, and he has no legal recourse because it's not on his property. You can't do anything because that shit wall is just off your property. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. It's like the FFA like owns the air, so like if something slides over your air, then, like you have like you have no like cause for like the airspace. I guess same not. Same way, like the smell space is the same thing. Like <laughs> it doesn't matter, dude. If you smell it, it's like, dude, out of my jurisdiction, the smell causing thing is off your property. Yeah, I, I would say the next step, go after him for like some uh, some like well water thing. Like say I want to drill a well and he's fucking like leaving piles of shit. <laughs> Try and get him that way. That's the only way you're going to be able to get around uh, this guy making his little shit Seepage palace. laws is what we're looking for. Seepage. Yes, we seepage. You got to get that <laughs> in the ground and get it tested. Dude, what a fucking cocksucker, though, like of a neighbor. Like, when you're yeah. just like trying to make life. And if he's related to you, especially, 
it's like, dude, you're a real. Fucking you know, I'm nerd. I'm looking for the relate uh, the relation between them, but it's it, I don't have a confirmation on it. It just said that once the grandfather of the one guy died, that the property dispute began. Yeah. So honestly, that's not an uncommon thing in American culture. Is like these big farms get split up over time because of like a parent dying, and then like, mm. the family goes haywire over who gets what property. You know, true, true. Literally in New York alone, I've heard of many stories with this. Let, let alone you know all across America. Mm-hmm. And, and the uh, it was funny. They had a, a clip on. It was a Fox station out there in Michigan who. Uh, Fox 2 in Michigan. They they sent a reporter out there and he chased down the guy making the poop wall. And uh, he he said, you know, your neighbor doesn't like you doing this. And the guy goes, I don't like the price of milk. Oh my God. <laughs> he's just being an <laughs> asshole at that point. He's like, he, dude, he's a total cocksucker, that guy. Like, yeah, that's the type of guy that's going to make a shit wall around your property. Oh, yeah. He'll have a shit moat by the I bet uh, you this asshole He's probably got one of those properties that's like it goes around the place like the other guy's property on three fucking sides. <sighs> you know, like it's probably one of those too. Like you're basically like you an enclave giant. of like the United States within the property of that guy, surrounded by a shit wall of shit get shenanigans. He's just <laughs> like, like <laughs> fuck you, is exactly, dude. Yeah, like that's all you can do in a situation like that is be like fuck you. I mean, because obviously the law doesn't protect you in smells. No, no, you got. You just gotta live in a uh, uh, one of those ET suits. That's my only hopefully suggestion. The renter, hopefully the renter signed a, a long, like a short term contract. Flexible lease on anymore. that one, <laughs> please. Oh, you imagine signing into a year deal, not realizing the shit wall is gonna come upon you. You will move in. It's beautiful. You got you got the like birds chirping at night. You know you got your your crickets, cows, roosters, and all that fun shit. And then all that's why sudden, you always ask for a shit wall clause in your in your clause. lease. Oh shit! Shit wall clause is something that needs to be developed. If a shit wall goes up, I'm out. Real estate clause. I am That's out. fucking terrible, dude. I'm out too. Horror stories. Horror. Yeah, man. And if you thought that was the only shit story we had here at American Selected Podcast for this episode, you were greatly mistaken. Because we're gonna keep on going with the shit shenanigans, dude. We're moving on to Nashville, Tennessee, where we're talking about a man who got crazy at Kid Rock's big-ass honky-tonk rock-and-roll steakhouse located on Lower Broadway. I bet their burgers are better than their steaks for some reason. It sounds like a burger joint, right? It's not like you're going to go there and order a ribeye. It's called a steakhouse, but you order a burger. You you order a burger. You know. You get burger and fries because you know their steaks are overpriced, they're garbage, nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's Kid Rock. Come on, dude. You're in the Kid betrayal. Rock restaurant. Yeah. It's a betrayal. That's what steak. happens when you go to a steakhouse and get a burger. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about a man who uh, had a wild night out. Um, he went to Kid Rock's bar. He was enjoying the music. You know, the live music will get you out of mm. place, right? Oh, yeah, sure. I'm a fool for it, dude. I'll It'll lure you in. It'll lure you in. You get in the vibe. This guy got a little too much into the vibe. He was reported as taking off his colostomy bag and swinging it around in the air really doing a new dance breaking out a new type of dance i'm uh, imagining it was full and then it wasn't yeah that's probably about right that's, <laughs> yeah i'd say that you're probably right that's horrific um the interesting thing about the story is that uh we've got multiple tweets from nashville scanner which is apparently like a cool like account to follow that just takes you know documentation like of all the different things that are Tennessee, Florida man it's it, yeah, exactly it's like it's taking, 
It's documenting everything that comes across the scanners in all of the different, you know, Nashville police, fire, EMT scanners. Okay. And uh, they've chimed in and said, this is the third time they've heard about this gentleman in two days. Like, swinging around his Klosman bag. So, yeah, this is a repeat offender. Repeat offender. Then, further upon checking out more investigation here, I found out this was the third time that day alone that this guy had been in trouble with the cops. What? Third time that day. So they like, kept not letting even him go, huh? Me. They kept dealing with this bullshit of this guy just like swinging around a Klosman bag and showing up, telling him, hey, chill the fuck out. That they did that numerous times. Usually we're dealing with the cops not giving enough chances. These cops gave this guy too much of a chance in my opinion. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no, second time should have been it. We're, t- we're talking three to five times of <laughs> coming out and seeing this guy and saying, hey, put your bag, connect that shit back together and just shit into the bag and leave it there. All maybe, right, hey, maybe they thought it was a different guy each time. They were like, yeah. wow, a lot of people are doing this today. I mean, you do have things like there was a lady that went um, viral recently because she was trying to normalize the idea of people having cloths me bags. She was uh, doing a photo shoot in a bikini and mm-hmm. swimming at the beach like with a cloth me bag. Which yeah, no, totally it's cool. not like, yeah, normal it's to have good. one. Not normal Dude, to who gets fling it around over my chicken yeah. wings at Kid Rock's Honky Tonk. It's when you disconnect that sucker and yeah, you're, you start, start using it like a I'm skip it. Like, I'm trying to have a couple hot ones at the bar, you know, and just chill, have a little hot sauce, a little fun. And then all of a sudden fecal matter is all over the place. Yeah. You got 20 feet away from me, a guy fucking using it like a medieval flail. Dude. And that's where it got to eventually. Finally, I think five times of the cops showing up too late, but they did arrest the man because five is enough. He was swinging around when the cops showed up and stopped. Like he didn't stop. Like that's Mm. the problem. He actually covered a couple officers in fecal matter. One Jesus officer had to take a short leave of term and go home and change. That's how bad he got covered. Jeez. Um, another cop took him in. So uh, this was like a party trick. I kind of, kind of not a party trick that anybody enjoys, but the dude doing the trick. But I mean, I mean, there's other party tricks like that as well. Fifty-two pickup, the original well, party trick of being a dick, right? I think, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I think this, this is really shitty two pickup. <laughs> shitty two. <laughs> Don't pick it up. No one pick that up. Please. No one pick that up. Please make him pick it up. Dude. I think it, I think this begs the question. Are we taking him to slack court? I think he has to go to court. Okay. If, you get, if you're getting arrested, he's gonna have to go to. Does he have Fuck. any any leg to stand on here? I think he's got a couple legs. I'm pretty sure he's got legs, but no. <laughs> he's got legs. Direct to stand and flail upon. The uh, whole bypassing of waste. He's so. guilty. I think, dude. I don't even. I mean, you can kill the music. I think this guy's guilty. <laughs> He's just straight up guilty. We don't need to keep going. It's the first that. time ever, dude. He didn't even make it to like the whole process. He yeah, no, we guilty. didn't even get to the horns. Yeah, no, this guy's definitely guilty. There's like. There's no reason to say he's not. Uh, I don't know what he's exactly facing. That's what the article even says. Like, they're not sure what charges he will be facing, but he definitely shit on them. You got to make up some new ones for this guy. Dude. And I like Bre- the quote. Breaking barriers. I like the quote from Aaron Ryan, the guy that wrote this article on WhiskeyRiff.com. He goes, I didn't think there was anything worse than Woo Girls downtown, but the Pooh guys definitely take the cake on that one. Oh, I know what the... I know he's talking about Woo Girls. Woo Girls are like, I mean... They can be fun. They can be over the top. You know, you get a little bit of both worlds with Moo Girls. We've all encountered them when we're out. You know, you could be at a concert. You could be at a bar. You could be anywhere. And the Woo Girls hit. The Woo person in general. I, I'm Poo Girls is oh, even worse, though. That's, or, that's different. You know, a Poo guy in this situation, but Poo Girls, like, come on. You know, Poo who anybody. 
Don't invite that guy. That's boo to poo. I'll take the boo any day. Well, let's uh, let's get out of the bars and out into nature, where the National Park Service is calling for volunteers to head on down to the north rim of the Grand Canyon. What a beautiful area, dude. And start murdering some bison. All right. <laughs> That's where it took a turn. Did. But uh, this isn't just anyone. They're looking to assemble an elite team of bison murdering individuals. They need Expendable a, buffalo a certain hunters. set of skills. <laughs> Buffaloes and bisons are different, all right? The buffaloes, we already murdered every one of them a long time ago. We're, we're coming for the cousins of bisons now. Yes, even the score. You got to keep this feud going. Well, apparently the uh, national parks have been reintroducing them to different areas and now in this specific area they're like they need to be unintroduced (laughs) 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 so (laughs) they since uh 20 what was it 2019 i believe they've been trying to relocate um several of the of the animals they have gotten 88 of them to uh the jersey shore actually no they got 88 of them out <laughs> but uh like who knows where they ended Fuck, up that's dude. At least Snucky's two... never gonna stand up against the full-grown bison dude yeah that's almost two per state 88 um you're leaving a couple short of bison but they, they're they're moving them around but now they're like no we just gotta have a couple of them uh cold there's no choice. We can't move them all. <laughs> can't move them all. The, the shipping, the Uber. Dude, upstate prices. New York would only take about 13 of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, our, our suggestion is Alaska. You could Hell send yeah, a fuck ton of them up there. They got the body mass to survive the cold, I think. They, they would adapt. The thick hair, they would adapt. And I think it's a great place for wildlife. I mean, you got tons of hunters up there. Bears would take game. care of them. Bears would definitely take care of some problems. <laughs> but, so, I mean, I don't think we have to cull like a mass of them like i don't know i feel like this is bad news waiting to happen with you know creating a new endangered species but yeah i you know i man i just think they're not the enemy i, no. I don't know personally yeah. i think it's like gonna be the reproduction of like how we took out fucking all of the buffalo in the mm. beginning like when we were like taking out the native americans type deal you know what i mean yeah the well they're trying to keep a lid on it they're only opening it up like i said it's going to be an elite team 25 applicants will be selected from a pool and then 12 of whom will be chosen using a random lottery selection volunteers must be 18 or older uh have a valid id be able to purchase uh and pass a background check have no criminal or wildlife violations self-certify a high level of physical fitness have a firearm safety certification and pass a marksmanship proficiency test along with a couple of other uh prerequisites so like i said this is an elite set of bison killers (laughs) that they're looking for I do like the regulations, you know, just kind of isolate out all the crazy rednecks from just like storming the national parks trying to take down fucking bison. You gotta weed them out somehow, right? I'm so happy there's a lot of regulations because I feel like people heard it initially, like they heard the headline on like NBC and they're like, I'm fucking heading out to Yellowstone. Dad, I got the hat back on. I think we're going. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) 
You got some rifles, right? You're reminding me of the fucking guy that hunted T-Rexes in uh, Jurassic Park. He's like, <laughs> the male didn't survive, but I got the fucking female. That's the you one know? that matters. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you can, if you have these certain set of skills, you can become <laughs> one of the fucking... Uh, I have a certain set of skills that make me a nightmare for yeah, bison. One of the bison taken uh, hey, dude. fucking killers. I've heard the bison meat is fucking fire for, like, food. So. For burgers and shit, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bison burgers are fire, so yeah, like, hey, if you're out there trying to just get some meat, dude, maybe this is the opportunity for you. This is America, you dumb son of a bitch, okay? <laughs> this is America, dude. You can get that's a nice bison burger for free. You know, <laughs> yeah. You can go yeah, ahead so you, you can get fucking <laughs> paid. Canyon. Well, I guess it's volunteer, but hey. Dude, it's I'll volunteer eat. for some bison. It's good eating. Good eating, volunteering. <laughs> All right, the hat's coming off. We're going to a different oh, yeah. area yeah. here. We're coming down south. We're coming to the Florida Man fucking news story catch up. Uh, we do this every week, and uh, it's where I kind of try to defend my people here <laughs> in Florida. Uh, it's usually I where I rib them a little bit, too. I try my best. I bring up, you know, five stories, and we don't dive into the stories. We don't have any context. We just talk about the headlines and how mm. they read. But we always, start, out, we always started out with some, some bullshit from me, right? Oh, yeah, you got some <laughs> bullshit. Do you, have, do you have some bullshit? Yes, sir. When you'd like to make a wish, you work anywhere but here. I need it bad. They found you something more to do when you thought the end was near. I need it bad. You need the sunshine, sea breeze, soft sand, palm trees of Florida. Palm trees of Florida, baby, I'll take it. I like this dude. That's one I'm mean, not even mad about. <laughs> got, got him. <laughs> oh my god. Dude, all right. Yeah, yeah it was I'm like, just gonna say, I found an old Florida tourism thing, and they, their old slogan was, uh, "When you need it bad, we got it good." Well, within Florida. that tourism slogan, I'm gonna give you. Hey, I think that you're onto something. I think it's okay. kind of like the happening, and that these palm trees are emitting this crazy drug into the air, oh. and that's why the Florida people are just a little bit more wild. Right? That could be it. That could very well be it. Palm trees take you over when you see. We got to get I'm Mark Wahlberg on this. Come visit me, Mark Wahlberg, and I'll show you the craziness of We'll get the you a bison burger. Yeah, maybe a bison burger you go along with your, you know, you, sh- you carry it at Wahlburgers next, you know? <laughs> We're opening your eyes. 71-year-old Florida woman struck by a flying turtle while driving on the highway. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Did she and survive? I did. I did peek in. She did, all right, she did survive on this one. Did the turtle survive? Turtle did not. The turtle oh was God, on the dashboard man. looking like he was taking a little nap. But in a perfect turtle cutout on the windshield. So it's just like, Jesus. I don't know where this turtle came from. I have no idea. I didn't dive into the story that much. Again, it, you know, but it was a big enough turtle to where I don't think it was like a, a fucking bird had picked this turtle up and just no. dropped it in the sky. It sounds like he got shot out of the bottom of some other car. Alien tire. cannon. Exactly. Yeah. Aliens are behind this turtle flying through the windshield. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that that sucker was in the road and became a fucking projectile. <laughs> Unfortunately, There's nothing worse than getting hit with a fucking tortoise through your fucking window as you're driving. <laughs> like I thought it was always that like woman that got killed by the turkey. The Not turkey, me. yeah. By the People turtle, and their dude. malicious bullshit. Bro, the turtle's way worse. It's not even like a mutant ninja turtle. Come on. <laughs> Second one. Florida man chokes and stabs his wife in an attempt to help her commit suicide. What a loving guy, dude. Um, Love knows no ends. I'm going to push back a little bit on that one. What? And say that, like, they should have planned better, A. 
and B. Okay, maybe. I don't I don't believe him necessarily. Why, dude? I mean, choking didn't work, so he had to move to the stabbing, which I, I well, would I'm glad it like wasn't in, in, in that order. What's the next step from choking? It's stabbing, right? I mean, <laughs> choke to stab is pretty natural to me, I think. Then explode? I don't know. What, what are we know. going with here? I don't have All the I know is. Hey, do you love your wife enough to kill her if she asked for it, dude? That's all I'm saying. This guy loved his his lady a whole you time. You know that doesn't cover you legally. <laughs> like, legal this guy, this thing, guy should love understand that. Love is over legal, in my opinion. But. That that guy should understand that that's not going to fly in court. All we know is Janice Even, even is, slacker court. <laughs> Janice is resting with Satan after being choked and stabbed the whole ton and finally met met her savior. Right? I just met her, imagine like an hour after being choked, she's like, can we do something a different way? Like this <laughs> I imagine the opposite. I imagine her husband choking around like... Fuck, Shannon! <laughs> fucking die! Oh my fuck, god. You want die? What? You want? He grabs a knife in the kitchen and he's just like, Ugh! Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's a lot better ways to uh, to, to go yeah. than you asking could... someone else to do If you want a job done right, you gotta do it yourself. Dude. That's what they always say. Man. Put the car in the garage. Do it the old school way. Come on now. Oh yeah, trigger warning, by the way, people. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we should put that up front. Number three, Florida man arrested for offering people or uh, Florida woman. Sorry, <laughs> way better this way. Florida woman arrested for offering people free lap dances and asking cops to bang her. <laughs> now, hey, well, you shouldn't get arrested. Yeah, you shouldn't get arrested. Public service, free lap dances are never a problem. Wait, did the people want the lap dances? That's that would be a big factor. In whether we don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming who doesn't? I mean, you're just having a shitty day and a lap dance happens. I mean, why not? You know? People got places uh, to be. <laughs> as far as the cops come, she was just asking for them to hit her with a bang, an energy drink. You know what I mean? She's just trying to get a little energy drink going on. That's all I'm seeing. I do imagine all of this happening outside of 7-Eleven. Exactly, where there's <laughs> conveniently a shit ton of variety of bang waiting a inside. A ton. The, it's, basically the, it's basically the library of bang energy drinks. Yeah. yeah, dude. And, uh, Florida runs on bang energy, like, if you didn't know. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think she should have got arrested. I don't think I don't think that's any legal matter. I just think that's you know, come on, help out charity, charity, dude, charity, dude, bang, banger, dude, come on, banger. She just needs that. <laughs> Florida man arrested for allegedly tossing an alligator into Wendy's drive-through window. Okay, this is uniquely Florida. That is the last time they will forget to supersize this man. That's all I'm saying. That's McDonald's, sir. Whatever, dude. You're about to get. You're about. You got a small. What do you want of the large? You're about to get gator. (laughs) You keep. (laughs) Imagine, dude, as we're doing a podcast, (laughs) a gator just gets shoved through the window in front of me. I'm like, hey, I sent him. I sent him. You son of a bitch. That's unfortunate. They are not paid enough. This is the most Florida thing we've ever done on the show. Is like literally a. Like, what do you got to do to get a dude to stuff an alligator through your window to let you know, like, you fucked up? Like, I I mean, spit in the frosty. That would do it. Ooh, that'll definitely do it. Dude, don't fucking dare spit in somebody's frosty if you work at Wendy's out there. I know we got a couple Wendy's employees listening. Don't you fucking dare. Don't. Right? Don't do it. Don't. Because we'll send the Gator Man after you. We will always, hire him. I always wondered, you could cut the corners off of the of the burgers and make them into little octagons. That'd be kind of fun. And that might piss someone off. Octagon. Oh, <laughs> you imagine somebody's just eating their burger and they're like, something's not right about this. Like, I'm missing, open it I'm up. missing edges. Fucking missing. Missing all the corners. You sons of bitches. Thirteen percent of my burgers gone. Do enough of those, you can make a whole new burger. 
You can make a whole new, yeah, dude. You can, or maybe make like a little chili, you know, on the side. Like, you know, they'd be making that chili with the corners of the burgers. Come on. Now, now I'm thinking too, how big's a gator have to be to be tossable through a drive-through window? I've got to say, it's got to be under five feet, right? You're not oh, handling yeah. anything over that. Like, but like a good four-footer would be awesome to throw through that window. You just get a good side by each leg, you know, and. Just, fucking stuff him in there and then fucking walk away i mean technically yeah i'm wondering if he did like a heave ho or if it was more of a put the top half in and lower by the tail i'm gonna say there's probably not a more peaceful walk than when you're walking away from wendy's that you just shove the four foot alligator (laughs) in the window after they've wronged you (laughs) yeah yeah, you're like you feel very justified regardless of what's to come hell yeah dude yeah that dude fucking definitely feeling like a. they aren't paid enough for that (laughs) <laughs> no, dude, they're running, dude. Are you serious? That Wendy's is abandoned now. Give, get that gator a fucking McNugget. <laughs> dude, they're just like, damn it, that's shit. McDonald's. Oh, God, I got to watch my window. Oh, dude, you better watch your fucking window, yeah. Florida man attacked family with a samurai sword. And they just didn't get the memo, all right? Mortal Kombat happened, all right? Oh. The new movie just dropped, and he was like, hey, it's Mortal Kombat across this family realm. That's what I'm <laughs> I wonder if it was his family. Or if it was... Uh, <laughs> That's a good point. It just says a family. <laughs> I assumed it was his own family, but you might be right. He just attacked a random family with the same wrestler. I could, yeah, I, I could very well see it going that way. I could, too. I'm definitely not going to lie. I definitely could. <laughs> and does that Which mean each, sad. each member is, is the one to get attacked? Like Movies each, make people violent. People. Went after each one of them. That's all I'm saying. You're saying, you're saying movies are responsible for this? I think movies and video games are responsible for all the violence across America. Let it be known right now I'm saying that on America's Soccer Podcast. Ban video games. Ban movies. <laughs> it's time to end the bullshit. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, no, I was cut one. off. Buzzard. Well, that, that brings us to the conclusion of the Florida Man Rundown. And uh, it's been a good one. I, yeah. I think killer headlines on this one we're gonna end it with an even better video though we'll we'll fucking fireworks okay yeah i'll take it now we got a video though that's gonna rock your world just like it rocked a woman in this video the uh text on this tiktok who what's that who is it robert at robert something at Robert Crappinson. <laughs> Perfectly. <laughs> Fantastic. It is a man who said he tried to fart quietly into a window and definitely that way. Which you're about to get the cue of. Now he's approaching a window. It's a basement window. The woman's hanging out in the basement. She's enjoying herself. There's a cat. Uh oh. Little fart. Whoa! Oh my god. <laughs> she throws her popcorn. What was she that? throws her popcorn to Hello? Popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> this woman let's get a replay on that this woman thinks their house is haunted <laughs> what was that hello this is your conscience Gretchen dude she was so freaked out she has moved out of that house like she's gone She's just out of there. The popcorn went everywhere. That was, uh, I I hope that wasn't a close neighbor, like one that he actually knew, (laughs) because like, you're going to have to live with that secret forever. Like You're going to see him at functions and just know that you fucking, they they don't sleep at night because you farted in the window. 
you just slowly see them deteriorate as a person. Like, and they're just fucking wrecked. They're like, this house is ruining me. And well, fucking, oh my god. We will po- post that up on our Facebook page on Friday. End your week with a little bit of funny. And uh, you can check that funny clip of the week out over there. Give us a like. While you're Hell yeah. Hanging out on Facebook. You fucking better give us that like. I'm not even kidding, dude. If you don't give us that like, we will send an alligator through your window quicker than you even fucking know. All right? Real quick, we're about to get into, uh, we got some music we're going to talk about. Uh, but before we do that, here's a word from our sponsors. Here at American Slacker, we have proudly partnered with Seat Giant, which is a website that allows you to get tickets to events for a fraction of the price of retail. Yeah, easy to use, easy to find. SeatGiant.com. Use the code SLACKER at checkout. And uh, yeah, you'll save a little bit of your change. Local events, national uh, tours, they got everything. Make sure to go over to SeatGiant.com, type in that code SLACKER and save yourself some money. Get that change back in your pocket. Cartoon Dumpster Dive. I'm your host, Joel. And I'm your host, Andrew. Join us as we travel back in time to watch the garbage cartoons from your past. Will you remember them? Maybe. We painstakingly watch every episode of these cartoons to remind you that, hey, some things belong in the past. Our pain is your entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. That's it. That's the trailer. And I am back. You son of a bitch. Oh, you are. Okay, so you, he wants me to include both. And we are back to talk a, about some uh, music suggestions for you slackers out there still listening. We uh, got two that we think you will enjoy. This time I'm trying to pick something a little different than what I normally go with. Uh, I I tend to, I don't know, I've noticed a pattern. I tend to go with rock and pop punk and that kind of Fucking emo son of a bitch. I know, right? You were so emo, bro. You were so emo. So you know what? I'm I'm, I'm expanding out. I'm going with a band that is kind of country, kind of folk, I guess. And a little, I don't know, a little bit of rock and roll, like kind of flavored in there. We're talking about wild hillbilly on us. <laughs> we're talking about the uh, Lost Dog Street Band, and this is a uh, three-piece band um, who do, they they have a number of uh, albums that they put out since 2011. Oh, they've and, been around for a minute, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, about a decade now. Um, and actually, the first song I'm going to play is off of their first album, Sick Pup, which came out in 2011. And it's called Loneliness Makes Me Happy. It popped up on a uh, random like Spotify playlist. And I'm surprised because, like I said, I normally don't listen to those genres. And uh, I was happy that I found these guys. So let's get that rolling here. Now, the talented individuals that you'll be listening to here are Benjamin Todd, who is the lead singer and uh, guitarist for the Lost Dog Street Band, along with his wife, Ashley May, who does vocals and fiddle, which I like the fiddle. The fiddle's a nice touch. Yeah, I like that. And uh, Jeff Loops does the bass. I'm digging it. Yeah, it's it's definitely different than your normal recommendations. Yeah, something about them, like, I don't know. It was, like, it's fun. It's, It's definitely a very, like... A very like fun sound, I, I, I guess, as opposed to the aggressive sound that I <clears throat> tend to enjoy from you know rock, most rock. Yeah. 
one of the interesting things I thought um, when I, or well, I found out when I was researching this band, is that the lead singer, Benjamin Tan, it says that he uh, dropped out of school at age 14 and started like going across the country on trains and stuff to kind of fill a uh, sense of wanderlust that he seemed to have. Got a hobo here, okay. <laughs> so this guy's like straight up uh, like outlaw <laughs> style. <laughs> Hippie fucking train hopper. Okay. Kind of, right? I like it, though. And this, so that one really kind of just, I don't know, it stuck with me because I I thought it was kind of fun. It it had like a really easy uh, chorus to kind of remember. And it was talking about like getting drunk and getting high, you know, hanging out and like being all right with being alone is Mm kind of what I took out of that song. Loneliness makes me happy, you know? Yeah, loving yourself like as a person is so important to like your de- your development. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you know now knowing a little bit of his backstory, um, I feel like that kind of speaks a little bit more because it's like how many times was he probably alone riding Dude. a fucking train car or something? A person that's trying to explore who they are more than that, like please give me another fucking idea because like somebody doing that is just somebody who's searching. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's and I, and he takes I it's, it seems like he takes a lot of those themes into uh, his songwriting. Yeah. Uh, his song "We Ain't Even Kin" from "A Heart of Gold" is hard to find, which came out I believe in 2019. That was like fairly recently. And that was on his yeah, that was one of his um, his solo albums. He okay. he was uh, basically putting into a song his relationship with the uh, man who raised him, his like grandfather. Oh okay. Yeah, I can see that where this is going. Okay, so so yeah, there's he's he's definitely I appreciate the fact that he's put he puts thought into yeah. like the lyrics that he's. Putting and they mean out something. Furthermore, they're just not like blank lyrics and blah blah blah. It's mm-hmm. like his life experience, you know, converted to a song. Exactly. So, playing a little bit more of the newer stuff. This one's from 2016, so not their newest. They actually had a. Uh, an album came out in 2019 called Weight of a Trigger, which has uh, 10 tracks on it that are absolutely fantastic to get into. But I'm playing my favorites here. So <laughs> we're going <laughs> to we're going to do September Doves because Play that I, hits all night long. Jesse Lenders. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I really do appreciate this song um, just for like. So take into account what you just heard on the first song there. That was off of their first album. This is 2016. This is five years later. The production quality of this song and the heart that's going into it. So this is September yeah. Dogs by Lost Dog Street Band. Ooh, there's a classic folk melody there right there. Mm. That's yeah, there's something there. That's a classic one right there. And the like heart in his voice once it comes in. So they also I think it's interesting to uh, mention they've crowd crowdfunded multiple albums. And and I believe that I don't know if they're independent or if they got signed. I'm looking to confirm right now. Between three old pine trees that nobody knew. And I'd close my eyes and pass the time like youngins often Another interesting thing to mention about them, their album reached number five on the Billboard Bluegrass album chart in twenty nineteen. That most recent album I had mentioned, uh, the fifth one, Weight of the Children. 
Yeah, I think they're solo. Low label, sorry. Anti-corp. Which is anti-corporation, so it's close to independent, I guess. So they have like a much more refined sound at this point, even at 2016. So I'm going to suggest that people, if you're enjoying what you heard of them, go and listen to more of their stuff. They have five albums out. Weight of a Trigger, as I said, is their most recent one. And they're also touring at different points. It looks like June, July, August. They have stuff booked for, for January and stuff. Okay. They're, they're, they're out there. They're out yeah. there getting back to norm. That's yeah, great. They're already uh, trying to do that kind of stuff. And it's all over. It's like Canton, which I think is Ohio. There's Chattanooga, Tennessee, Morro Bay out here in California, Atlanta, Birmingham, Nashville, uh, South Burlington, Portland, Cambridge. They're literally everywhere. Brooklyn, like Philly. I, I think we're going to see more out of, out of this band. They're going to be really big eventually. I, I, w- I would say I love that. the sound. Yeah, like it's a different sound, and I think that's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. So check them out. As I said, Lost Dog Street Band will be posting up a bunch of their links and all that kind of fun stuff on our Instagram and Facebook and all that. Now, Matt, who do you have for us? Man, I'm ch- I'm taking it up on a different genre. Uh, mine is more closely related to one of my ever-loving genres that I recommend synthwave uh but it's a synthwave minor and majorly like a pop type deal i'm talking about nightly and uh these guys you know they're kind of like a 1975 feeling pop punk or not pop punk uh pop um with like a lot of electronica and uh i just i really enjoy these guys sounds uh they come out of nashville tennessee um it's it's a bunch of cousins it's uh Jonathan Compeshi and Joey Beretta. Hey, I feel like just a bunch of Italian guys. Uh, <laughs> they they were uh, formerly a dinner in a suit, but then they the uh, that band kind of dissolved, and they mm. uh, took on drummer Nicholas Sant uh, Senato, and uh, then it became Nightly. Okay. Um, they uh they really grew up together. The cousins grew up together in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and then they decided, you know, they were doing their thing in different bands, a bunch of different bands. Decided to drop out, and then that's when they moved to Nashville and uh, try to, you know, seek out their music dreams with mm. the group Dinner in a Suit. And, uh, you know, again, that dissolved, and then they finally, you know, met another guy, the drummer, Nicholas, and uh, they formed the project Nightly. And uh, immediately they were assigned Interscope Records. I mean... And to get signed to Interscope, I mean, mm. to talk about like what Interscope is, I mean, you've got people like Madonna, you've got Gangster Rap started there. Like, you're talking about the company that spawned, you know, uh, fucking Dre's label, Shady's label. Like, there you go. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's insane. Like, to be assigned immediately to Interscope. <laughs> um, they worked on their debut EP, and it went hit right away. Uh, they had a song called EXO, which went really big. I'm not going to recommend that song. The first song that I'm going to start out with. Uh, I'm a fool for melodies, as I always say. Um, 20-something. This song, very 1975-ish, very pop-ish. Okay. But uh, the clean melody, the clean vocals, I'm just a fool for it. I'm a very big fan of things like this. uh, It's, you know, personal preference, call it whatever you want, but 
No, it sounds great. Something about it. It's the new emo, I would say. This, this type of pop. You know, and we, me that's and you a, especially. That's a hell of a claim. We grew up in the emo range. This is the new emo, I think. I think uh, pop songs that talk about love songs. This it's song not is, hard enough to be emo. It's not. Yeah, true. Uh, it's not hard, but the thing is, the song is about something that's just so emotional. It's about being young, being in love, but that love doesn't work out. Like, mm. there's, it's not about like we don't love each other. It's about like the circumstances don't meet to for yeah. us to be together. You know what I mean? Yep. So like, there's something so deep about the storyline of the song that I love, as well as like the melody fits that storyline. Hmm. Like. Feel that melody. Tell me what you think about it naturally without even listening to the words. You know what I mean? That's the melody. It's the melody feels that like you know that that fuck. We can't keep going on, but this was fun. You know what I mean? I just I'm a big fan of like the melodies they put out as a band. These guys have been going since 2016 as like the group they are now, but uh, I feel like it's a lifelong like lead up to like writing this kind of music. You know what I mean? This so their their last band was similar, similar sound. It was a little different. Yeah. Okay. This is it, way oh more same clean. same genre though. Yeah. Yeah. Again, this is 20 something. This is one of their bigger hits. Um, one of the first songs I heard from them that that kind of sold me. The next song I'm going to play for you is, um, it's pretty close, honestly, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's you know, along the same, the the love mentality, you know, and all that. Mm. Um, this song, I believe, is more about, like, uh, somebody who's in love trying to reach somebody who's afraid to be in love. You know? Okay. That's what it's really about. And then there's the nostalgia of, like, the movie-like quality, hence the name, The Movies, is the title of the song. Mm. This song, this, uh... <laughs> yeah, you get a drive-in feel for some reason. Yeah, this came out in 2020. Um, they originally put it on their album, Night Love You. And then they talked to their, uh, one of their close friends and other artists. And uh, they did a remake of it, which was really cool, uh, with Charlie Adams. So there's two versions of this song. This is the original, Untouched, which I really, really enjoy. But the other version is pretty good as well. But again, with the melody, man. The melody, the way the lyrics meet the, the melody, it just sells me 100% on these guys. And they've got a lot of variety. They've got acoustics. They've got non-electronica style. Hmm. But there's something about this 80s nostalgia that just catches me. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... It's that, is, is it like synth? That's really making that that like sound. Well, it's synth and then it's modified vocals as well, having that electronica, you know, With the that filter, slight like, echo kind of, and the kind of shaping of it. You know, how, mm. you can feel the electronic in the vocal, right? You know what I mean? It's like that highlight that just kind of sounds like a synth on its own. These guys, I'm uh, I'm a big fan of like nightly, just. I feel like they're the United States version of the 1975, honestly. Um, okay. Which I love the 1975. We've talked about them so many times on the show. I'm digging this are, guitar. They're hard workers. They've been out there touring since 2016, especially 2016 and 2017. They were out there hard, man. They were opening for Keisha, Keisha rather, All American Rejects, Zella Day, and Keyplay. Uh, they made their really, like, they peaked when they uh, 
feet were featured at the Relief Found New Music Showcase at South by Southwest. That festival is legendary. It's a conglomerate of film and music together. It's one that I've always wanted to go to, honestly. It's so interesting. There's film showings. There's fucking there's music cool. going on with new music releases. Where is it? Um, it's called the South by Southwest foot. Uh, oh, South by Southwest. Yeah, that's right. It yeah, was, it's, it's really I wanted to go to that as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's been held like in Germany and shit, like all over like Las that's Vegas. What, I was surprised because I always thought Texas for South by Southwest. When you had said like in Europe, I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. It's been all over. It's one of those big festivals, man, mm-hmm. which are just like some of the bigger festivals have so much to give, like as far as like the content they're like providing, especially if they're doing film and music. Mm. But uh, back to Nightly, man. Nightly, I just thoroughly enjoy these guys. I think they're uh, just a group that you can just vibe out to, you know, and that honestly, all their songs are pretty much vibing. Like, that's what they do. Like. They're just like a feeling of a vibe. And very melody, chill. The lyrics, very chill. Just mm-hmm. feel it and, just, you know, be in your moment. And that's one thing I can't help but appreciate it as far as like music is like whatever escape it provides for you. Yeah, like, they're, you know? they're great. Yeah, hell yeah, man. So two more acts we just suggested that uh, I think, you know, somebody out there is going to like, come on. Come on, oh, we absolutely. gave you two different genres. They're fucking smashing. Yeah, so go and check out Nightly. Go and check out the Lost Dog Street Band. We will be yeah. posting links to all like their stuff so you can go and like their things as well. Go and listen to more of them. And I will be right back after a short break. I'm fucking done. On one of our recent episodes, we got a chance to talk to the founders of the company High Stick. The guys at High Stick were uh, educating us on the difference between Delta 8 and Delta 9 THC. And uh, Delta 8 is available in the majority of the states legally in case you're having any issues trying to get a little bit of a cannabis product. Yeah, it's a natural derivative of cannabis, kind of like THC. Let's let the uh, uh, one of the founders explain it. Yeah, I, I always explain it to people like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. You've got CBD, definitely beneficial, too cold. You got Delta 9, traditional cannabis, definitely also beneficial and very popular. Uh, Delta 8 is just right. Their lab-tested and certified products offer quality that you can trust. Use our code SLACKERS at checkout and get 10% off all HiStick products. That's HiStick.com. H-I-I-S-T-I-K.com. These are untethered conversations at the back of a bar. These are the things that we often leave unsaid. These are the lost signals we put out into the ether. With discussions on video games, movies, literature, philosophy, philosophy and more, The Lost Signals is a podcast platform for interesting analysis of pop culture at large. Founders Scott Thurlow, Stephen Ramosi, Jonathan Ian Manzer, Chris Morgan have produced a steady stream of content since March 2015 to bring our unique views and ideas to our audience. And I'm back. This is my show now. I've killed that other son of a bitch, that fake co-host that was trying to take all the heat. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Jesse, did you have something to say? I'm, uh, oh, I just got back. Did you say something to them? No, I wasn't saying anything. Don't worry. Okay. Right. We're back on live, and uh, we're getting ready to play a game, I guess. Yeah, um, we got a game here. This one, hey, we were talking about changing up music tastes and stuff like that. This time, we're going to play a game where you are guessing what classic pop song has been turned into a classical version of that same song okay we're gonna call it classic matt (laughs) classic matt all right dude classic matt 
Fucking classic, man, dude. Ah, classic. I've heard that one once or twice. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we'll start out here. I think this one won't be too. I think you have an ear for music. That's we were talking about this before, and uh, I think that's gonna make this a little bit easier for you. You're gonna talk it up, and then I'm gonna oh, fail. Not bad. Oh, was that polka shit? That was uh, that was still some of the lost dog shit. <laughs> All right. Once I find it, ready? Once he finds it, people. Here. Oh, hold up. That's uh, Toto Africa. Let's stop that right now. Like, <laughs> Boom. You're going to hit me one more okay. my favorite song. So, that was, that was eight it's seconds. It's going to take a long to take me away from you. I'll give you, you know, I'll give you, right now. I'll give you seven seconds on that one. I'm interested to see uh, what you get, what your best score is here. Seven seconds. That was two seconds flat. Are you kidding me? You're fucking raping me on fucking time. <laughs> Hey, all right, I'll give you six seconds, sir. Two I'm seconds, not, sir. Giving, I had that nailed right away with a do 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 do. You said you said uh. I hey, I'm going off of the clock on on Spotify here. <sighs> all right, liar. you ready? Right. Everyone else can play at home as well. I hope you slackers He's do, a liar. do better. Mail us your scores like uh, in the in the actual mail with a stamp. All right, this next one. <laughs> Fuck is this? I think you can get it. Fuck. Oh, it's Beatles. Uh, Imagine all the people. I'm gonna give that to you because you said the the title. Imagine. That one that one was 24 seconds. That one's not not as impressive. Bro, you were just adding 10 <laughs> seconds every time I swear. I have I have the clock right here. I could screen share. I could screen share. All right. Let's find the next. I all right, I'm convinced that you're gonna do better on this one. It's uh Google Goo dolls um Iris. Okay, eight seconds. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't want the world to see me. Cause I smoke way too much weed. Yeah. Yep. We got to stand aside until it cools off. All right. I'm panicking in my anxiety. Is raging upon the streets. Should have just kept it rolling so you could have gone with it. All right. Next one here. Rihanna something. Oh, fuck. Actually, it's not Rihanna. (laughs) I won't know this one. It's a tough one. There you go. You might get it here. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is the movie. This is the one where Shia LaBeouf was a pedophile. On the <laughs> uh, see a breakaway or some shit. I don't know. I'm gonna fail this one. You were close. Sorry. Right, I'll give you. Uh, well, I'll stop it with the Sia, but chandelier. Chandelier. Okay. Chandelier. Yeah. Pedo- so, pedophile. Swinging uh, from the chandelier. Was in the octagon with like a fucking. Who's trying to like? Yeah, I remember he's trying to grab tiny reality Sia. show. Yeah. Little little mini Sia. Yeah. <laughs> So that uh, that one was almost that was almost fifty seconds. Mm-hmm. All right, fuck you, dude. <laughs> Just saying, 
you started off strong. You had the I strongest really time with Africa. You're not going to play my favorite song and not fucking have me nail it. I mean, come on. <laughs> Let's see. Um, you have time fair. In Africa at a bar? Because I don't. <laughs> you think you're so good? Let's see. All right, bro. Calm down now. What? Call bullshit on the start. This arrangement sucks. <laughs> oh, fuck, hold up. <laughs> fuck, dude, this is the worst arrangement. I know it, but I don't. <laughs> fuck, what rap song is this? It is. E-I-M-P. Oh my god. Because you can't crazy. get a can't get a point out of that one. Can't unfortunately. Get a point out of me. That was 46. I'm a motherfucking P-I-M-P. Uh, okay. All right. We got another one here for you. Ready? This game sucks, bro. Classic man. <laughs> Green Day. Um, you got that right. Fuck. Can I get a point for that? Like, God. yeah, you'll get a point for that. That's Basket Case. Yeah, by Green Day. So you fuck, you yeah. knew what it was. I was gonna break the fucking axe out and play it for you. In you're, a yeah, you're singing it yourself. There. <laughs> I was about to break the guitar out. So that was that's thirty six. All right, this is this is another. This might be a tough one. Billie Eilish. Yes. What's the song? Yeah. Bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Fourteen. That was pretty good. Billie Eilish, man, a cultural phenomenon right now. You're not gonna slip me on that. A little built-in eyelash for you. You um. think I don't know fucking Billie Eilish? Dude, you think I don't notice those eyelashes across the room? Come on, dude. The, ba the bass was pretty good on that one. Bom, right, bom, this this bom, one, bom, bom, uh, bom, I'll be bom, I will be bom, impressed. Don, don, I'm sorry, are you still talking? Okay. <laughs> I will be impressed if you get this next one. What if I get in like one second? Then I'll be disturbed. I know it already. <laughs> Justin Bieber. <laughs> Uh, no. Oh, fuck, it's a girl, and it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's not Demi Lovato, right? Is it Demi Lovato? No. Nope. It's that more, other girl that's kind of like mini De Demi Lovato. It's more the girl annoying. that didn't have druggy. She didn't have druggy. It's uh, Ariana Grande. Yes, sir. Girlfriend. And... <laughs> Thank you. Next, thank you. Thank you. Next, thank you. Next, thank you. Next, yeah. You, right. yeah, you'll get a point because you got the Ariana Grande on that one. Uh, yeah, I knew the melody so hard. 
Yeah, you knew that one pretty, pretty. Uh, yeah, my girl loves Ariana. Who does? Well, that's a, she. She's all over too. Yeah. Not your girl, Ariana. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, dude, that's kind of rude. Fighting words. Uh, all right, oh, this next one, you might, you might think that you're uh, a G. Yeah, I know. No, what? that that this is a shitty arrangement again. Oh God, you just hit me with a shitty one. You're gonna say it up front. I'm just gonna tell you right now, off the bat. It's eight mile. Uh, it's Eminem. That's right. Yeah, you think you're gonna, gonna pass that one on what, me, bro? What what song though? I mean, that's a whole it's, album. It's eight. Uh, lose yourself. Sorry. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. You didn't even get to the dun dun. Hold dun, on. Dun, Are you dun, gonna dun, cut dun. it off, dude? Because <laughs> I was about to wrap it. I mean, well, come on. It was 19 seconds. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, I had to. Yeah. I had to get the time. Dun 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 dun. It went real yeah, understated. Yeah. Um, um. Mom spaghetti, weak knees. Fucking <laughs> spaghetti again. A weak knees. Mom's heavy. Garlic bread spaghetti. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a Bugatti. You know I'm ready. This arrangement. I don't suck. think we've ever seen that movie. This arrangement does suck though. Like honestly, like you were saying. <laughs> I knew you were getting point about that one. All yeah. right. This last one. This is a toss up. This is a, this is an air ball. Is this a bad arrangement? It could be. It's, it's like an off-key arrangement. This is a song I can play guitar. That's the saddest part. I know what it is. You know this, man. That, that That's the miskey right there. Yeah, it's that last na, note. Na, na, na. This is so annoying that I can play this on guitar and I can't name it. <laughs> I knew this game would be fun. Is this Johnny Cash? Yes, sir. This is Hurt. Yes, sir. Yeah. That was that I knew was it was fantastic. a song I could play. I was like, holy shit. Like, it's fucking me up by the miss key. Yep. Yeah, they take liberties with those. Yeah. You know? It's it, it's actually Nine Inch Nails hurt, and Johnny Cash is a better <laughs> version of it. It's True. really like to win the song. Like that's what I gotta say. But yeah, it's Nine Inch Nails hurt, but Johnny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. That that that's exactly what's happening there. <laughs> you know, so Africa was your best song off the bat. Any slackers yeah. out there playing along? Tell us what you which one you got off the bat. Which one did you? Yeah, fucking, dude. Let us know what you got quickest. Know. Which one did you see before I saw it? Because that was pretty tough. That was. Yeah. I, I had a good time though. That was fun. That I was. was I wasn't in the hot dog. seat. I like that game, man. I don't know how many more there are to be able to pull out of that, but that was a pretty fun game. Love do it again. Love Classic, man. Classic. <laughs> All right, people. Thank you so much for tuning along on the way. It's been a fucking journey as always, and uh, we're glad you stuck along for the hour plus episode. And uh, hey, if you're one of the people that made us chart as to one of the top music and comedy podcasts out there in the world, thank you. I just, thank you. Thank you so much. Like, we love every one of you day one listeners and new listeners. Don't feel left out either. We love you guys, too. All right. And uh, we just thank you for joining us on this journey. Real quick before we get out of here, MWG on Instagram, Maddie G from HP on Xbox Live, Twitch. Catch me running these hands on people or come catch these hands first person. That's all I'm saying. 
and uh, I can't really say how big the cult is, but it's I'm proud. I'm proud of it. It's grown. The I'm proud of it. I guess. I'm, pr- I'm definitely proud of it. Just from a simple sign-off message, this guy's growing a cult. Can you At- believe the power of this podcast? Follow me at Landers the Plane. Continues follow to grow. Continues follow to grow. Head of head of the Landers cult, and uh, I'm just watching it grow from the side. It's kind of fun. It's beautiful. Beautiful thing. <laughs> All right, people. We love each and every one of you. And until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We passing America. I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America. We're talking America. We blazing America. This is fucking America. We're second America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck it savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like Domino's bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing America. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America. Nice.